Hey, good morning, and welcome to a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Today we are in 1 Samuel chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. Uh, kind of an odd uh, but interesting story for us to consider this morning. 1 Samuel chapter 6, verses 1 through 9. It begins, it says, The ark of the Lord was in the country of the Philistines seven months. And the Philistines called for the priest and the diviners and said, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Tell us what we shall uh, tell us with what we shall send it to its place. It's kind of an oddly worded sentence, but they said, "If you send away the ark, the God of Israel, do not send it empty, but by all means return him a guilt offering. Then you will be healed, and it will be known to you why his hand does not turn away from you." And they said, "What is the guilt offering that we should return to him?" They answered. Five golden tumors and five golden mice, according to the number of the lords of the Philistines. For the same plague was on all of you and on your lords. So you must make images of your tumors and images of your mice that ravage the land and give glory to the God of Israel. Perhaps he will lighten his hand from off you and your gods and your land. Why should you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts? And after he had dealt severely with them, did they not send the people away, and they departed? Now then, take and prepare a new cart and two milk cows, on which there has never come a yoke. And yoke the cows to the cart, but take their calves home, away from them. And take the ark of the Lord, and place it on the cart, and put it in a box at its side, uh, and at its side, the figures of gold, which you are returning to him as a guilt offering. Then send it off and let it go away and watch. If it goes up on the way to its own land, to Beth Shemesh, then it is he who has done us this great harm. But if not, then we shall know that it is not his hand that struck us. It happened to us by coincidence. So let's, uh, let's dig into the passage a little bit. Uh, in this passage, we see the Philistines concede that the Lord, the God of Israel, is too great for them. As one Old Testament scholar described the scene, to send the Ark of Yahweh back would be to acknowledge a religio-political defeat, and such a decision would not be made lightly, especially since they were apparently there were apparently some who did not believe the link between the Ark and the plague was proven beyond a reasonable doubt. But now they admit defeat and ask the priest how to go about sending the ark back. While the Philistines had defeated the Israelites, they could not defeat the Lord. His presence was too great. So the, Phil the Philistine religious authorities made plans to send the ark away from their presence. In choosing to send the ark away from the Lord, uh, the ark of the Lord away from their presence, the religious leaders believed that the people should make some sort of recompense for their error. Having come to the realization, it's likely the Lord God of Israel who had afflicted them with tumors for the past uh, seven months. They made the decision to fashion and send five golden tumors and five golden mice with the ark. Uh, the significance of the five in this passage is related to the five regions of the Philistines, Ashdod, Gaza, Ashkelon, Gath, and Ekron. Why golden tumors and golden mice? Because the Lord had afflicted the Philistine people with tumors and ravaged their fields with mice. You can see this in verse 5. And by sending these golden items, the Philistines were attempting to make sort of a peace offering with the Lord God of Israel. So after deciding what to send with the Lord uh, or with the Ark of the Lord, the Philistines had to figure out how to send the Ark of the Lord. 
they wanted it out of the region. So the decision was made to take two milk cows that still had nursing calves, but who had never borne a yoke, and see if they would carry the Ark of the Lord to uh, Beth Shemesh. Uh, there are a few things worth noting here. First, two, uh, two milk cows that were still nursing their calves would not be inclined to leave the region where their calves were located. It would be against their motherly instinct to leave their calves, uh, their nursing calves. Furthermore, given that they had never uh, worn a yoke or pulled a cart, if these milk cows not only left their nursing calves, but also carried the ark of the Lord to Bethshemesh, then it would demonstrate to the Philistines that it was the hand of the Lord that had brought about the plague. So not only are the Philistines trying to figure out what to do with the ark of the Lord, but they're also trying to test whether or not the Lord is the one responsible for their, their misery. And what do we see in the closing verses? Well, the milk cows who had never been yoked to a cart not only leave their nursing calves, but also traveled to Beth Shemesh, demonstrating that it was, in fact, the Lord um, who, had, who was bringing calamity on uh, the Philistines. This demonstrates that the Lord not only defeated the Philistines with the plague, but also that he was sovereign over nature, causing the milk cows to act contrary to their instinct, leaving their nursing calves behind in service of the Lord. Uh, even the cows obey the sovereign Lord. I love that. Before we pray, I want us to marvel at our sovereign God who rules over his enemies and his creation. The Philistines could not defeat him, nor could nature fail to obey him. He rules with absolute sovereignty over the world to restore his presence among his people, even when his people have gone astray. Therefore, there's a, there's a divine mercy embedded in this story that we must not fail to see. The Lord is free in his actions, and his actions are oriented to his glory and the good of his people. So in light of that, I would invite you to pray with me this morning to our sovereign Lord, our God, who exercises his sovereignty um, for his glory uh, and our good. So I invite you to pray with me, Lord. Uh, this is this is a it's, a it's a fascinating story. It's interesting, and Lord, we thank you for revealing it to us, um, having it written in Scripture that we might reflect upon you and who we uh, should should regard you as, Lord. You you are the one who is sovereign. You are king over all, Lord. You are king and you rule even over your enemies, Lord. Um, you rule over nature, and nature obeys you. Lord, we see this all throughout uh, other portions of Scripture. Um, Lord, we're reminded of, of Christ's sovereign rule over creation when he healed, Lord, but not only healed, but he, he silenced the storm and he walked on water and the many ways that uh, you, we demonst- demonstrate that, Lord, while in your, in your, in your mercy, you, you entered into creation um, uh, as a man um, in Christ, um, yet um, it, it was not as if uh, you, you were somehow subjected to, um, to, to nature and, 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 and no longer sovereign, Lord. There, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a beauty in... There's a beauty in your sovereignty, Lord, that we need to see. And Lord, how that ought to stir our hearts to pray and how that ought to stir us to trust you and know that you are in control and that you being in control is for our good and for your glory. Lord, help us to to pray accordingly. Help us to trust accordingly, Lord. Grant 
uh, the realization of this to bring us peace and strengthen us, Lord, in the day-to-day work that you have called us to, even this morning. We bless you. We love you. We thank you. We thank you that you're sovereign, Lord, even over the, the cows in the field, Lord, the stars in the heavens, Lord, and that you, according to Romans 8, are working all things together for the good of those that love you and are called according to your purpose. Lord, thank you for working in our lives to conform us to the image of Christ. Lord, give us that peace and that strength today. It is in your holy, uh, Lord, character that we trust. Lord, it is in the name of Jesus that we bring these requests. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now a blessing. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Pray that you are blessed today. Go in peace. Be strengthened in reflecting upon the sovereign Lord, the great God that we serve and who rules over all. Um, thanks for being here. And uh, if you have a chance, share this with others. Uh, encourage others to um, uh, to reflect upon God's Word. And if you miss Monday's uh, devotional, which was a little bit out of the ordinary, um, I would encourage you to go back and read that devotional and take the action steps uh, of, of blessing and encouraging the pastors that God has um, placed in your life. Uh, to that end, I will see you back here on Friday morning uh, for a verse, a comment, a prayer, a blessing. Till then, have a great day.